0: As a real estate agent, you know that the industry can be tough to navigate with constant challenges and obstacles to overcome. That's why we created the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where top-performing agents share their insights and strategies for success. Join us as we dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a thriving real estate business. Your host, Lindsay Pavaza, will be your guide on this journey. So sit back, relax. And get ready to learn from the best in the business
1: welcome back to the agents who crush it in real estate podcast i'm your host lindsey favaza our guest for this episode is suzanne kohler of suzanne and company with compass a distinguished realtor with a heart of service and a knack for making dreams come true with over two decades of experience representing buyers and sellers in historic towns northwest of boston suzanne has honed her expertise in handling unique properties some of which built prior to 1945. A skilled communicator, researcher, and networker, she's dedicated to not only meeting but surpassing her clients' expectations and is also a firm believer in real estate as a long-term investment. With a background in restaurant management and an education from the Disney College program, which we're gonna have to talk about, she's perfected a blend of extraordinary customer service and practical experience that we can't wait to explore in today's episode. Welcome finally to the podcast Suzanne yay
2: Lindsay thank you so much I know it's been a few a few hits and misses with us trying to get together
1: but good things come to those who wait right say you know absolutely agree I you know I've known you for a few years now and I knew that this was going to be an episode that people would want to hear so I did not care that you and I both had to kind of move around schedules to get this to happen but I'm super excited that it's finally here so Let's Thank dive right into it. Um, tell me about your Disney experience, because that was something I was surprised to hear about. That's uh, that's funny. Thank you. Yeah. So
2: um, when I was in uh, going to UMass Amherst for the hotel and restaurant management uh, major that I was in, a lot of my friends were doing the Disney College Internship Program. So, and at the time, I mean, this was over 20 years ago. So, at the time, it was super competitive to get into it. So, oh, uh, a lot of people would apply and not get in, but. I got in. Um, so I was very happy about that. And I had an awesome experience. So instead of like a semester abroad, it was a semester at Disney. Um, yep. And we, we, at my job was a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard at the Yacht and Beach Club Hotel. Uh, oh, cool. but, but you would take classes. I, I had to bring a suit. Um, I got to shadow the manager of the hotel because that's what I wanted to get into. So, and we really, they really honed into us, like, what makes Disney so special and what, you know, to make those customer experiences. Um, So I had a blast, but I also learned a ton.
1: So Uh, much. It's the customer experience. Experience must have been (laughs) pretty incredible.
2: Yeah, it, it really was. And to see behind the scenes and all the things that it takes, like, when you're a guest there, you have no idea all the chaos and, you know, mess that's happening behind the scenes and, like, I always joke with my team, but it's the same thing like with like a restaurant, like the back of the house, the front of the house, you know, the kitchen out to the dining room. And it's the same thing with real estate. It's like there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes. But, you know, you want your clients to walk into a beautiful open house or you want your clients to have a great experience and they don't need to know all the
1: stuff that's going on in the kitchen, you know? Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Keep that behind closed curtains. But (laughs) so tell me about your start in real estate. It's been a little while because you started a little while back. So tell me about your experience, like getting into the business.
2: Yeah, so funny, actually. So I got back from the Disney internship and I had been working in some restaurants and things. I was still at UMass and I kind of had the epiphany again, like seeing my friends graduating and they were moving all over the world for, you know, hotel or country club management jobs and uh, the restaurant business. I love it, but it's so brutal. You know, so many hours, holidays. You know, if you're if you're dishwasher calls in near the dishwasher and probably worst of all is I can't cook. So I was like, if I, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to be in trouble here. So I needed to, I needed to pivot much to my parents' chagrin because I was, you know, getting ready to finish this degree. Um, but half of my classes at the time at UMass were in business. So marketing management facilities, um, so I I had a good business background and I always loved real estate. So I'm, I'm doing this podcast from Cape Cod right now. And yeah, as a kid, I would come down here with my parents. We had a house and literally even when I was like eight years old, I would get those little real estate books and I would circle the houses and I would ride my bike literally to open houses. And I played real estate agent. Like I had a pink phone and a briefcase. And so I, I, I would study that designs and the architecture and, So I literally like always loved real estate and architecture, but I didn't think of it as a career. Like there wasn't a major in college at the
1: time to go become a real estate agent. And they don't tell you in high school, hey, if you want to get into selling real estate, here's the core, like here's what you have to do. Like they don't do any of that.
2: Exactly. Right. It's like uncharted territory. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't know many young people in it either, like to that I could talk to. But I can I convinced my parents to let me get my license, so I was 21 when I got my license. Uh, and full disclosure, I think it's a fun little fact, but my grandfather from New Jersey had a brokerage, uh, my maiden named Schmall. and it was Schmall Real Estate on Main Street in New Jersey, but he sold it the year I was born. So I didn't grow up like in the business, but I overall, yeah, yeah I, I was very close to him and I he was a very self-made man. I had a lot of respect for him. So it's in my blood, like truly. Um, so I got my license and this wonderful woman named Linda from Cole Banker called me and was like, I see you got your license and you're so young, I wanna talk with you. So long story short, I did fast start while I was still in college. And then I sometimes I get very lucky and when I was about to graduate, uh Linda called me and she's like, I left Coldwell. I'm going to the very first startup company ever called Zip Realty out in San Francisco. And I want you to be our one of our very first uh, field agents. They called it um, back on the ground in Boston. So, as a kid graduating college, I had a salary, benefits, a car, a cell phone, and, ideal, and leave. <laughs> right. So yeah. I hit while running, I was all over the state, like Worcester, Plymouth, Beverly. I was all over the place for two years. I just I just slept. Um, and that's how I got my start. So I've had kind to of learned from the, you know, school of hard knocks because Linda was helping me, but I didn't really have like somebody that was mentoring me because she was- so you were on your own. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So okay. it was a great, great way to learn. I just hit the ground running. So again- You were to running.
1: learn how to hustle for sure. Amen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so how long before you, I know I'm kind of fast forwarding through your <laughs> career here, but how long before you started a team? Because in this intro, I didn't really like truly mention your team other than the name of your- you know, group, but, you know, I know you have a really strong team of some amazing people. You have such a great group of people with you, but, um, talk to me about that transition and when you decided you needed to have a team and, and all of that. So another pivotal moment, there's
2: always like these pivotal moments in our career. So I was about two years in, and I had, you know, again, working, working, um, you know, making not a lot because it would give a uh, rebate back. And so, you know, I was doing okay, but I was seeing what other, agents were making that were on their own or whatever. So I did a wonderful deal with uh, my longtime friend, Jennifer Giuliano at, at the time Keller Williams. And then she was like, oh, you should really look into this. And so bottom line is I started looking into Keller Williams and they're so much into like being an entrepreneur and having your own business and, you know, having a team and all that. So that's when I left, um, zip and went to Keller Williams, but I was in an office like in Westboro. I was like far away trying to get oh, back yeah. to my hometown of Bedford and trying to like break back in. um But I have a little plaque that says like Suzanne and Company established like it's like 2000 early 2000s. Because bottom line is even before there was an and company, I knew I wanted the and company. Yeah. So it's kind of like put it out yeah, there. Thinking ahead. Yeah. It'll, yeah, then it'll grow. So that that's, that's how it cool. started. And I really did follow like the model of. Yeah, you know, I'm not with Color Williams anymore, but it was a great company when I was there. But uh, I followed that model. Uh, and I know you guys do, you
1: know, a lot of yep. that. Your yep. Too, but- Training, getting people yeah. up to speed. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So that's awesome. So then um, what were some of the challenges that you had transitioning into this team? I know, you know, I have a general idea what those challenges are, because we've obviously had some of those things that we've worked through here too. But um, what were Sorry. some of the things that you had to deal with as far as, you know, Starting the team up, did you run into any, you know, bumps in the road? I'm sure many, uh, but talk <laughs> yeah. talk to us about those. Okay. So challenges with
2: creating the team. Yes. And I'm always very like, tell the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, but I think one of my biggest mistakes, I mean, it's always very scary to have leverage. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm responsible for my clients, but now I'm responsible for other people on my team. And am I going to make enough to, it's a, that's probably one of to me, one of the scariest transition points to go from me to we um, and I made some mistakes because again I was financially scared, so I would hire somebody that, that I was like, "You're going to be a buyer agent and an assistant." And if you, you know, now you know, it's like those are two very, very different personalities. Very different. Right. Yeah. So that didn't really work. Lesson learned, you know, have somebody that's just in one seat that loves that
1: seat that's really good at it.
2: Yeah. So that was like one of my first challenges.
1: So then as far as marketing yourself now as a team, um, you know, marketing your business, um, getting yourself leads, things like that, what were some of the things that worked for you then that still work for you now that you like would never give up on? What are some of the things that you do to market yourself? It's a great question, Lindsay. So
2: I think just being such a community
1: connector, again, like I always wanted to get
2: back to to Bedford and, you know, become a top realtor there and it's my hometown. So I think that's, I think that's helped us stand out, too, is we just genuinely care about the community. We're very, very involved. We yeah. do a lot of events. Like, somebody the other day was like, I can't ever move away from Bedford because, like, you make Christmas so magical. And Oh, you know, that's so cute. It's fun, yeah. So, and that's where I kind of tie in the hospitality, too. Like, doing yeah. these or and trying to create these memories and, you know, things for people that's way beyond the real estate. So I think that's been, you know, that's been key. And I, and I started off by just farming, you know, certain neighborhoods and really trying to get my presence there and, and be a resource too. So it's like, so it's way beyond the house. It's like, you need a babysitter, dog walker, plumber, you know, just kind of being that, that resource for people. So I think that's always been a hallmark of what we've done. And luckily now it's just kind of grown and grown. Yeah. So that's awesome. And, you know, like when we do an open house, trying to really invite the neighbors and get people engaged and letting people know what's happening in real estate. Like The other day I was saying to some of my agents, you know, we all have financial planners and they check in with us multiple times a year, right? Like, hey, your you know, your portfolio is worth this or you might want to change this. And I think we should be doing the same thing as realtors for our clients. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you might, it's it's been a year and did you know that your house is worth this? And no. You know, letting them know where they stand because that's a, it's most people's biggest asset. So just really treating it with that, you know, that level of respect.
1: I think that that really does tie back to your Disney experience, your restaurant experience, and that original training that you had. And I, I love when I talk to people on here and they've like weaved their background into the, you know, there's a lot of teachers in real estate that like were teachers and now they're this, like it's, you know, I just think it's such a cool thing that you've done. And I think that, I can honestly say that yes, you have the community aspect down. And like even if that was one of the only things that someone did to kind of grow their real estate business, I feel like it's so powerful that it really helps really strongly within a community. As long as you're, you know, like you said, kind of uh bridging the gap between different businesses and different, you know, community members, I think that that's so cool. So, you to go, Suzanne and Company. Thank you. Um so talk to me a little bit about, you know, training your team, getting your team up to speed. I know, you know, w- as the main person for the team, like the leader of the team, you you wear a lot of hats. So how is it that you kind of manage to kind of train people on your team, get them the information they need, answer their questions, but still do your job? Oh, another
2: very great question. And something that honestly, that w- it's a challenge right now. I'm not. Gonna yeah, laugh, absolutely. But, between like 60 and 80 listings a year myself. And I have a great team behind me that helps me. It's not just me, I, you know, it's a team. Yeah. But it, it, it is a challenge because I want to make sure that I can be there, you know, to answer all my clients' questions and make sure they're good. But yes, also be a resource for my team. Um, So that, again, comes from like strength in people and having other people that are also, you know, love the training. And we're actually looking for a director of sales um, to fill in another big leadership role on our team. And that person would be solely focused on, you know, the training, because we, we do a lot We're we're working on a proven, I call it the blueprint for success, but we're working on It's like all the things that we do, but we want to just make sure that it's documented, there's a process for everything and that everybody's path might be a little bit different, but that every agent that comes on the team can clearly see, okay, I'm here. This is where I'm going to start. It's so hard these days. It, this business yeah. is hard enough, but the past couple of years have just been really, especially grueling. So to give the newer agents a path and like not have them get frustrated or burnt out and then call it like the sophomore agent that's then having some success, but now they want to go, you know, to that next one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just having it all, you know, clearly spelled out. And I think actually talking to I'm still very close with my old um, broker at KW. We talk all the time, just like I talk to Anthony all the time. Yes, absolutely. All my, all my people, we all help each other out. We're so lucky, but, they, it, we're saying it's so important to just have things kind of happen organically too. Like, so people are just in the office on a Monday morning. Let's let's brainstorm. Like, what happened? Like, somebody had an incident over the weekend, or a frustration, or a situation, yeah. and that's where like that wisdom, like 24 years of me doing this, I can say, okay, I've seen that. This is what we should do. So, just trying to let people be learning and growing on their own, but while having the safety i work worked yeah. and the foundation and the knowledge
1: behind it. Um, so that's what we're working on. I love it. So tell me what would be your biggest piece of advice. I mean, you've had many years in the business. You're a seasoned vet. You've been through the ups and downs of the market. Right. That You've been in the market long enough to have gone through some of those ebbs and flows. Now we're going back through another little ebb, right? If that's the right wording. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, we're going back through that a little bit of that dip and we're, you know, hoping to come out of it quicker this time, hopefully. But um, what is your biggest piece of advice for realtors out there that are either in the business for a couple of years or just kind of getting into the business? What would be what would be something you would wanna impart on them? Um, I
2: mean I, I love you said something about me, which was so kind earlier, but like that servant part. And I think that's just a huge thing because sometimes we all get ourselves into a corner or, you know, we're having a tough time and it's like, you have to always just remember first and foremost, like what the client's going through, you know, we're seeing people at some of their worst, most stressful times. Like I was talking to a friend that's a wedding planner and we were like whole saying, like you see people at a, like a moment in time, but it's such an important moment in time for them. And it's very, very stressful. So just, yeah. you know, just don't take things personally so much easier said than done, but just don't take it personally, you know, stay the course and. <clears throat> Always do the right thing and just know, like, you know, don't, don't, don't ever burn a bridge. Like this world gets so small and you might have a bad situation with some, with another agent or somebody in the world, and then you're going to be on another deal with them. So it's like, you know, just try to take the high road and, yep, you know, be patient and, and all that. Cause it's a, it's a long game. I mean, this is a really long game. And I think that's why some agents get kind of burned out fast Is they, you know, it's like you you're really churning for a couple of years before it starts to like click enough. So just, you know, be patient and, and give yourself a break too, because I do think we all burn ourselves out in this business. So we're hard on, hard on ourselves for sure. Born. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. So last question I'm going to ask you, because I know we both have a tight schedule today, but last question I want to ask you, and it's kind of a fun one. Tell me your like craziest real estate story that you can share on the podcast. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I literally have so many. I
2: always say I want so right many.
1: Now. Well, give me one or two then. We've got like three or four minutes left, so I give me give
2: like me one or two. Two. I can picture one that I was I was probably at Zip and I'm showing a I was showing a condo in Arlington, and like you know, knock on the door, nobody's there. So the buyer and I go in, and we're like looking around, and we're like, oh my god, like the bathroom door is closed and like the shower is running, and we're like, oh my god, get out, get Uh-oh. out, get out. So, like, because we locked on the door beneath the air because we were in the shower. So then He's we, in like... In the go, shower. Right. So, you, so we, like, go back in the hall. We're waiting there. And it was just so awkward. because he comes out in a towel. And, and I didn't tell him we're already inside. I was like, dude, I almost just saw you, like, naked, you know? So so that was the one that just goes back. And just, When you did see him in the towel, was it, like... It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the other one? What's the other one that you got? Oh, oh my gosh. Um... I've had like a, I had a, an elderly seller that was um, unhappy with something that the buyers had done and I'm not going to say the word, but we're yeah. closing, like the most, you know, calm little demure woman comes into the closing and says to the buyers, F you and the horse you rode in on and like swarmed out. So we, and you're like, we're like, girl. like yeah, we've all these little <laughs> things now, like around, around closings are like, oh, I hope they're not going to come on the horse, you know, like. <laughs> Oh, my God. And yeah, definitely some if I think of more, I'll let yeah. you know. But I mean, that for like sure. we all see so many weird things in this business. But those are two yeah. that stick out because I yeah. think it's pretty, pretty early in
1: my career. And I was like, oh, boy, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. Well, yeah. I have to say that I wanted to ask you that question for sure, because I have to say that one of the biggest things is I know I came. You did our, you know, crush it event a couple of years back. And I came to your office to just like film a video with you. And I had so much fun with you guys. Like you guys are just such a fun group. And so I knew that this question would just be a fun way to end it. So Suzanne, I'm so glad we finally got to do this. I'm so glad we got the chance to chat and hopefully we can have you on again. We'll have to start planning it now so it can happen within the next like year. But I love it so much. Thank you so much. We'll put all of our links and everything into the show notes. So you guys can, you know, talk to her or send a message to her and find out more about her and her business. So again, thanks Suzanne for your time. I really appreciate okay. it. And thank you guys
2: I'm yeah, listening. Um, and yeah, I love talking about building the team and all that. So please have people reach out and I'll think of more awesome juicy store, better like juicy stories. So that. next time we'll have like a whole half hour for that. We'll have a whole thing. I
1: love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, great. Suzanne. thank, and thank you. you. Thank you. to our listeners. I appreciate you all. And we will see you guys on the next episode of the agents who crush it in real estate.
0: As a real estate agent, you know that the industry can be tough to navigate with constant challenges and obstacles to overcome. That's why we created the agents who crush it in real estate podcast, where top performing agents share their insights and strategies for success. Join us as we dive into the good the bad, and the ugly of growing a thriving real estate business. Your host, Lindsay Favaza, will be your guide on this journey. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn from the best in the business.